On this episode of the Fifth Estate Podcast, I talk about uh, the sham um, Victorian Parliament inquiry, um, have a bit of a rant about emo and time to, let's say, defund or disband the organisation. Uh, Marty P's up to his tweets again and a little bit of a comment on those who got a gong over the um, uh, Queen's birthday holiday. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Cameron Blood, and this is the Fifth Estate Podcast. Oh, what are we looking at? Um, first thing I thought I would have a little bit of a rant about is the inquiry into extremism that has been put down by the Legal and Social Issues uh, Committee from uh, Victoria's Legislative Council. Now they held their uh, first hearings. Uh, that were what televised uh, today, and let me just say it was exactly what I thought it'd be just a, a, a freaking crock of shit. Uh, and that's putting it politely, that actually talked about nothing. And what they are doing, the whole purpose of it is to uh, demonize those who would be viewed as, um, quote, uh, quite unquote conservative or right wing uh, supporters. Now, interesting enough, Liberty Victoria got up and had their rant. Um, they've put a submission in, and I haven't had time to read them yet because they've only just been published. Uh, all the submissions there is about uh, there's twenty two listed, but there's one, two, three numbers not used, uh, and one pending, and one confidential. Uh, so I'll, I'll try and get time to have a look through all of them. Uh, but Liberty Victoria, Michael Stanton, the president, was up first doing his little rant about uh, right-wing extremism and all that sort of bullshit. And then Nick McKenzie, a journalist from The Age. Now, uh, at the start of this, uh, I did put a... Oh, yesterday I think it was, I put a tweet out saying that uh, Victorian or Australia's uh, corrupt corporate press has gotten lazy and is doing the same stuff that they are talk, uh, talking about in the US. So it's the same talking points, exactly the same talking points uh, that are known, that they crap on about over there are what they crap on about here. Now, one thing that, that did get me and, you know, I honestly wasn't expecting it. So, uh, you know, I was listening away and he starts talking about replacement theory. Now, not saying that I swing or socialise in, um, you know, extreme right-wing circles or anything like that, but some of the stuff you, you would expect to filter through to uh, different things and, and you'd, you'd be hearing murmurs of it uh, rather than anything else. Now, he did mention uh, replacement theory. Now, I will admit until last week I'd never heard of replacement theory, didn't even know what it was. Now, and the only reason I actually heard about it and became aware of what it was was because uh, Glenn Beck ridiculed it uh, on one of his recent podcasts and saying that, no, it's something that's put out by the authoritarian left and the Democrats. 
rather than <coughs> pardon me uh, rather than um, you know quote unquote right wing extremists. Now having a look at I don't want to use Wikipedia because uh, Wikipedia is is a crap source. Um, so just having a, a bit of a search online and there's a whole lot in the left-wing media that are going on about it. Even the uh, conversation is going on about it. Um Yes, um, so it's – I really don't know what to make of it. It's not something that uh, has been uh, mentioned out here. Uh, it, it's an American thing. I, you know, have – since then, I, I, you know, asked people who might not who know, who might know what it's about. They've never heard of it. And their first comment was, hey, it's an American thing. It's got nothing to do with Australia. So uh, so we'll have to, you know, but, you know, this is the thing. It's all this is, this inquiry, is a way to uh, give the watermelons their uh, little bit of uh, time in the, in the sun, you know, their little 15 minutes of fame and it's a... Um, thank you for them supporting uh, the Supreme Leader Andrews' uh, you know, mandates and changes to his legislation and all that sort of stuff that he's done to absolutely screw us over. So anyway, um, there's another inquiry set down for tomorrow. Uh, I probably won't watch that because the Fair Work Commission's handing down their decision on the minimum wage case, so I think that's going to be a bit more exciting for me. Uh, I will rant about that tomorrow night. And uh, honestly, I want to wait until the transcripts are published uh, rather than watching it because some of the stuff that you want to watch, it's just... you, you Yeah, um, you want to scream at it at, about how corrupt and one-sided this is. Um, you know, the thing that is interesting about it, if you have a look at the terms of reference of it, it says, um, so it goes through terms of reference. Uh, point F, the links between far-right extremist groups, other forms of extremists, extremism, and populist radical right and anti-vaccine inf- misinformation groups. Now, the only group that I know that puts out vaccine misinformation is the Victorian government. Uh, anything that anyone else has ever said... Uh, that you know that I'm aware of what they're talking about with regards to the jab has been you know been proven correct. Uh, it doesn't stop you getting it. It doesn't stop you spreading it. Uh, and you know it's not a vaccine because so far we're up to what four uh, four jabs now. So it's a series of therapeutics. Um, so yes, it's yeah. You know, this is uh, inquiring to extremism, yet you have a look at it. The um, It's all about far right, which now something that does get me, it does fascinate me a bit about this, is that they're talking about neo-Nazis as being part of the far right when the, neo, the Nazis were national socialists. Now, I'm 
pretty sure socialism is on the left-hand side of politics, the way that that pendulum swings, and it's got nothing to do with the right. But anyway, um, you know, they've always got to point the finger at someone else and deny that they've done anything wrong. So anyway, as I said, I'm going to wait until the uh, transcripts come out, have read transcripts and see what other exciting stuff that I can dig up from that. Um, What else was there? Ah, yes. Uh, time to defund EMO. EMO is the Australian Energy Market uh, Operator. The Australian Energy Market Operator. They're the ones, because we have a national grid, they manage the uh, electricity and gas systems and markets across Australia. Um, so according to their website, EMO manages electricity and gas systems and markets across Australia, helping to ensure Australians have access to affordable, secure and reliable energy. Now... I don't know about you, though lately I'm thinking that energy is becoming unaffordable. So they've failed on that one. Secure. Mm, Well, the lights are still on, so you could say that's secure. Reliable. Well, we've got threats of blackouts and load shedding and all that sort of stuff, so I won't say it's reliable. So um, on that thing that they've failed on two of their own three points that they're talking about uh so maybe it is time to get rid of emo amo however you want to pronounce it uh get rid of the national grid move back to uh the states producing their own and uh you know potentially selling it uh to other states or maybe just keeping it i don't even want to say for emergency purposes because all you've got to do is have some you know Dickhead politician, undoubtedly it's going to be Anthony Albanese or Annal. Um, and yeah, uh, getting out there who's going to turn around and say, oh, this is a climate emergency, this is an electricity energy emergency, or this is whatever. So, hey, it justifies nationalizing everything. Uh, so, yeah. anyway, they failed. Um, they failed us, they failed the market, they failed consumers. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've had people posting saying, oh, yeah, it's because of nine years of, of coalition government that it's it's failed. Well, you have a look. There's um, How long has Palaszczuk been in uh, government in Queensland? I think it's been a little bit more than nine years. Um, actually, hang on. Let's have a look. Queensland Premier... Uh, where's your Wikipedia page? 2000. Incumbent Premier of Queensland since 2015. So it's seven years. Okay, so seven years she's been in, in Queen, Premier of Queensland. Um, and that was only because of, uh, what was it, three years of uh, Newman. Uh, list of Premiers. Yeah, Newman was 2012, two year, just under three years. Um, so she's been there for, for seven years. Um, and then apart from those two years, four and a half years of that was Bly and then another nine years of that was Beattie. So let's say from what? 1998. So apart from, let's say, those two years, so for the last 20 years, 
or, or for, you know, for 20 out of the last 22 years, what are we in, 22, 24 years, um, Labor Party's been in government in Queensland. So that there should have been enough uh, work on power generation there. Um, you know, Andrews has been in for who, how many years down here in Victoria, so you can't turn around and blame uh, the federal government when energy uh, generation, et cetera, et cetera, is the responsibility of the states. Now, before you turn around and say, oh, but Victoria's power supply and generation has been privatised by Kennett, well, it's the thing if um, Brax, Brumby and freaking Andrews had have wanted it to be put out in public hands again, they could have done it. They could have done something about it. Instead, they've turned around and said, nope, they've left it. They didn't even try and build their own power generators. They didn't even try and buy them back. They didn't even do anything. They've just left it. So let's point the finger at them as well. So they're all to blame as well. Uh, so, yes. Anyway, um, this is something that's going to be worldwide. Uh, we're going to have a bit of trouble with it, I think, over winter. Um, I do hate to see what summer's going to be like because there's going to be a lot of demand uh, for heat cooling, um, or, you know, energy for cooling, uh, undoubtedly in Queensland uh, over summer. Uh, that's if we have a, have a you know anything from a warm to hot summer. Uh, winter in Victoria is going to use a lot, obviously, because it's getting a bit chilly lately, uh, which I'm you know honestly grateful for. Uh, after spending twenty odd years in in Queensland, you do get a little bit sick of uh, hot weather all the time. But anyway, uh, that's just my little personal rant there. So yeah, I, I think it's going to come to the point now where. Come the election time in November, there's that we need to have, I need to vote in politicians who will um, get us out of the national grid, remove, decentralise everything, move it out of, uh, you know, some central authority because that's going to screw us all. And I mean, we've seen what's happening so far. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on that one. Um, now, why don't I have a bit of a rant about. My good friend Martin Pakula. Now, obviously, I'm blocked on him on Twitter, so everything I do see relating to him is done uh, a couple of days later. A couple of days later. A couple of days later. Now, for those who came in late, uh, Marty P is the uh, MP for Keysborough. He's the Minister for Industry, Sport and Recovery, Trade, Business Precincts, Tourism, Sport, major events and racing. So he is a Minister of State. So he's a fairly senior uh, Labor Party politician. Now, he is also the one who, when was that? December last year when uh, the Liberal Democrats and all that sort of stuff were doing a bit of a, a shindig in New South Wales. Uh, all got together, had a bit of a selfie, uh, John Riddick and, and a whole lot of other people that, I don't know, but Avi Mini there and uh, Rukshan are there. And Marty P has retweeted it and said, what a pack of roll gold dead shits. Now, that tweet is still up there. Now, remember, this is by a Minister of State. Now, can you imagine what it would be like if Bernie Finn had have turned around at a, uh, um, you know, a, a bunch of Fabians got together 
and had a couple of selfies and he turned around and said, oh, what a rolled gold, you know, pack of rolled gold dead shits. Can you imagine the uproar that would happen after that? And yet, hey, Marty P can do it and it's still up there for the world to see. Uh, so, but then anyway, lately um, he's, his dog has passed away. Um, you know, condolences for that, um, you know, whatever. Um, and then, you know, someone turns around and says, well, she vaccinated. So Marty P has turned around and said, most people are kind and wonderful. Some people are irredeemable POS. Now, for those who came in late, uh, POS is a piece of excrement. Actually, no, it's a piece of shit. Um, and here is, again, Minister of State calling people that. So he's calling the people that pay his wages a piece of shit. Um, now, remember... He is a minister in a government, you know, a regime uh, that is happy to mandate people, force people to, um, uh, what is it, potentially lose their jobs because the mandates say that if you're a general worker, you cannot work anywhere else apart from your home. So, you know, they're excluding you from the workplace for no other reason than you won't participate in a medical trial. Uh, we've seen where you can't even volunteer for somewhere. Uh, you know, earlier on in the stuff, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't go to a library. You couldn't go shopping without showing your papers. You couldn't go anywhere without showing your jab papers. And he has the you know the, the gall to turn around and and someone that someone posted on a freaking social media um, a POS. Well, you know what, Marty, I think you get the gong for that. Uh, so, but you know, this is this is what's you know come to be expected from the Andrews regime. Uh, it's that you know they're they're the evil class, and they are you know ruling above us. They're not governing us; they're ruling us. And if we challenge them, we question anything, or we push back against that, then we cop it. I mean, you know the. Um, Supreme Leader himself won't refer to people by name. Um, it's either that person or he ignores it or what was it with, with the Beck Judd comments? He um, pretended he couldn't remember what her name was and had to wait for a staffer to yell it out. Uh, so, you know, these are the condescending, let's call them what they are, fucking disgusting people um, that are... In government in this state, and, and and this is the thing. This this is a warning to, or hopefully a wake up call to the other parties. Is mate, you better do something to keep these pricks out of office come November, because if they're back in power in November, and I'm still talking about some of the spineless friggin' Liberal Party politicians that are sitting in in um, uh, Spring Street too. If any of them are in power come no, the end of November after the, the ballot's been called, I, I think that we're all screwed. It's going to be time to to pack up and um, you know head for somewhere else because I don't think that there's many places that are going to be safe in Australia for 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 those who um, think independently and value freedom and bodily autonomy and all that sort of stuff. So uh, yeah, it's, it's 
it's going to be interesting to see what's going on um, for that. So, anyway, um, last thing I wanted to rant about today was uh, Queen's Birthday Honours List. Now, if we have a look... Six hundred ninety-nine, sixty-nine recipients. Um, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, okay, so here we go. Now, John Anderson got one. Uh, he's a, a companion, an AC. I really don't think so you know i don't think that he's worth it um what else was there brendan murphy got one so he's the um chief medical officer um federal medical officer um who else got one um jeanette young got one uh she got a um an ac i i think that that's Actually, no, it does say it's uh, for eminent service to public health administration, to medicine and medical research. Now, why the hell are these people getting gongs for doing their job? Um, yeah, it, it's that. Murphy gets one. Um, who is it? I can't remember her name. Um, the one from New South Wales. Um, oh, her name escapes me. But most of these people get get one for doing their job. Um, so, yeah, you know, and and for for these people, you know, Brendan Murphy, um, uh, Jeanette Young. I think Jeanette Young's got one because oh my god, it would be a bit embarrassing for the the governor of Queensland not to have um, some sort of medal after her, um, which is they always n- normally do get it. Um, I can't remember. What's her name? Um, Kerry Chant. That's it. Uh, what did she get? Kerry Chant, um, PSM. For distinguished service to the people of New South Wales through public health administration and governance and to medicine. And what did she get? She got an AO uh, in the general division. Uh, so not as high as an AC, which is a companion. Uh, but anyway, still it's a fairly decent gong. Um, what is the PSM? Public Service Medal? Australia. Yeah, it's a Public Service Medal. Um, it's, it's a civil decoration... Awarded to the Australian public servant at all levels for outstanding service. Now, why do they get a PSM? Um, it's um, that you know they they get a gong for doing their job, um, and these people should not be getting gongs. Uh, for the way that they've behaved over the last two years. Uh, but anyway, um, you know what, I, I 
honestly lost all um, faith and I think that the uh, the medal systems lost all credibility when um, Theresa Maltoni got one for service to industrial relations. Um, she's in Queensland. She's now a deputy president of the Fair Work Commission and, oh, boy, um, yeah, I, I, she must know where some skeletons are, are fucking hiding to get into the commission there. So, you know, that's it. She's, you know, did a little law practice for a while, her IRIQ um, and then IRIQ law and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and now she's um, a deputy president of the Fair Work Commission. Oh, boy. Um, hmm. So yes. Anyway, I'm not going to rant about that one more. But uh, yes, it's it's very very concerning. Um, just how they hand these gongs out to people. Um, from what I understand, it takes about two years for you to get one if you can get enough people that will support uh, whatever stuff that you someone else puts on the application because you can't nominate yourself. Uh, it takes about two years to research it and all that sort of stuff. Then you you know you may get a gong. Um, so yes, anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how much, many other bullshit fucking nominations come out. Um, but you know, but, and, and so this is the other thing too. What happens when we become a republic? What are they going to have it on president's day or, or host day? Uh, you know, head of state or whatever they want to call it. Or are we just going to call it Fitzsimmons day? Uh, because you know, Petey's going to want to be the first president. And it'll be his dream come true um, and all that sort of crap. So anyway, and speaking of Petey, uh, Poiter, uh, challenge is still there, Pete. Come on, 10 minutes. You, you should be able to convince me in 10 minutes. And as I've said to you before, I am no longer supporting the monarchy. I think that they've let us down uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, man, challenge for you, Pete. Come on, still going. Haven't received any contact from anyone. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what, you know, not that I'm holding my breath because I know he won't. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think he's game enough to. He's, um, you know, quite happy to go on there and, and, and preach to the choir and all that sort of stuff and, uh, you know, with inside his own little echo chamber. But, mate, come out in the real world. Let's, let's see if your bullshit ideas and, and views and positions and everything pass a pub test, mate. Um... Yeah, and you know, I'd be willing to say no that they don't. Um, as I said, ten minutes. Um, you know, I'm not going to be a hostile person talking to you or anything like that. Well, Amy, everything you just give you ten minutes to explain to me why adopting the people's choice model will make life better in here for us in Australia. And as I said. Keep your racist views outside because oh my god, we, we can't have a head of state that's a foreigner, mate. That's a that's a racist opinion um, because you are you're, you're saying that the race of that person can't be our head of state, so it has to be an Australian born. Well, mate, there you go. That is exactly what racism is. So anyway, uh, we'll just have to wait and see where we get there with that one um, and all that sort of stuff. So, yep. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, I think that's about it for this one. Um, look forward to having you join me on the next one. Uh, as I said, I'll be talking about the um, wage case that gets handed down by the commissions, see how that goes 
and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, um, thanks for listening and I look forward to having you join me on the next one. Okay, bye for now.